The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to the show and the Raiders. Travel to Mexico City to play the Texans. Ay, 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 ay. That's right. That and more here on show four seventy five. You know, before we get into the show, I I have to say a few words, like I have been lately. You know, the Raider Nation is a diverse community. I mean, it's got everybody. That's what I love about it. That's what brought me to it to begin with, is the fan base is really, really diverse. We have every color, every nationality, every culture in the Raider Nation. I love it because we we stand together as one nation, actually. And I am proud of our fan base. I am proud of the fans we have. We have great fans. And as I reflect on what's happening in our country and the fools that are writing these nasty things and swastikers and and have a, a degree of hatred, really, a divisive nature, well, I just want the Raider Nation to take heart that really Jesus has instilled in me the vision of being a bright light in a dark place. And I think as a fan base, we've been that way. And I I take pride in that. And I think that that is where we should all stand. We should be examples of what you should be like, not like these idiots trying to promote hate. And in that, let me just say this. Heavenly Father, I just wish that you would bless the Raider Nation with patience and love. I also wish that you would give us patience to to be that bright light instead of uh, not being the bright light, if you know what I mean. Father God, I just know that you're here. We all do. We know that you're calling us back to you because of the dark times in the world. And in this, I just ask that you watch over our team, our fans. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. All right. On today's show, we will have the pregame for the Texans. <laughs> Unbelievable. There's only two things that come from Texas. That's Steers and Dallas Cowboy fans. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> I can't even believe it. Uh, that, we'll talk about Alden Smith, a little bit about that, and the bone line. is going to be a short show because not too many people called in, but that's okay. So let's get to it, shall we? Well, Alden is all done with his one-year suspension. There's a lot of speculation he's going to come back to the team immediately. He has been working out, as you can see on YouTube. However, there's been no word from the NFL and no word from the Raiders. 
You know, Coach Del Rio was very cool, calm, and collect when he said that Alden has to work on Alden to make it right. I'm glad to see this young man has found a, a, a better place and a better way to uh, to live, actually, going through treatment. And all my prayers are for him and is for his success. However, it's up to the NFL to reinstate him. I sure hope they do it fast because uh, we could use this guy. He is a beast. And boy, at this time of the season, it would be awesome to have him and Super Mario back in the lineup. And that is all I have to say about that. On the 21st of November, a Monday night, a prime time contest for the first time in many years, the Oakland Raiders face the Texans, <laughs> the Houston Texans in Mexico. Ay, ay, ay! I love it. For the Oakland Raiders, it is a home game, so the Texans are visiting our home, so to speak. It's funny, I was watching the Texans' uh, website, and their coach, <laughs> a few things he said that made me laugh. One thing he said was, boy, there's going to be a lot of Texan fans there. We're going to be happy about that. Well, bro, let me tell you, it is going to be blacked out because Mexico is ruled by the Raider Nation. I can tell you that for sure. I don't even have to see it yet. I can just tell you that the Raider Nation is going to be, I'm, it's going to be 7, 8, 10 to 1, um, at least. <laughs> There'll be very few Texan fans, and a bunch of the Raider Nation will be in the house. That's one thing he said. The other thing he talked about was the lack of respect. But the Texans aren't getting any respect because they're six and three. The Raiders are seven and two. Yeah, well, you're not getting any respect because you're not that good. The Raiders have been searching for respect for a decade now, over a decade. And it seems to me that the Texans are whining about not getting any respect, and it's for good reason. They really haven't beat anybody yet. Not anybody with a ring record. And you know what that sounds like because people talked about that before we snuffed out the Bronco Hose. Let's take a look at who the Texans played and beat. Well, they beat the Bears 23-14. Not a big lead. They beat the Chiefs 19-12. That was in their house, and that was a lucky win for show. Now, they played the Patriots and got thumped 27-0. The Vikings, they got thumped 31-13. Uh, they beat the Titans. They beat the Colts by one, two points. The Broncos throttled them 27 to 9. And the Texans beat the lowly Lions 20 to 13. They also beat 
the Jaguars 24 to 21. Now, what I'm saying here is winning percentage wise, we've got them for sure. We're six point leaders as far as point spreads go, which I really don't like. I like the underdog myself, but we should be. We're a better team in every aspect than we're playing Brock. Allsweiler. <laughs> I can't stand Brock. I wish he was still on the Broncos. Either way, last time we played Brock, we nailed him. We crucified him, literally, not really, but we nailed him big time, kept him in the pocket, on the ground, rushed and hurried the entire game, if you remember that one. Now, they have a decent offensive line. They got three very good running backs, Akeem Hunt, Alfred Blue, and Lamar Miller. These guys can hurt us. If they get into the secondary, it could be ugly all day. We must control the run game because I think if we can control the run, because they're going to try to run the ball all day. Because Brock, if you, get him, if, you, if you can get him in third and short, they're going to work us over. We must contain these guys on the third downs, and we definitely have to get to Brock often and early and put him in the dirt because once you hurt this guy, he gets very shaky. The game will be ours. We just have to hit him a few times, and he will be finished. We must control the line of scrimmage on the defensive side. The other thing we have to do is score early. We have to score early, so they have to play catch-up. Not a good catch-up team. So if we could put points on the board early in the half, make them struggle and strain to come back, we can win this contest, which we should win anyway. But this is one of those games, Raider Nation. It's one of those weird games we should win. And if we are playing at home, I would really be all over it. But the stadium is 7,000 feet. That's higher than mile high. And there's going to be an oxygen issue for both teams. I believe the Raiders have a better depth chart on both sides of the ball. And we should be able to rest our players by rotation. The other thing I know the Texans are going to do is they're going to run a hurry-up offense. They're going to try to tire us out. I think that's going to be one of their mainstays as well. So running the ball, the hurry-up offense, and their special teams is pretty good. They have some good gunners. they got good kickers. Uh, they could be as good as the Raiders. But I got my money on Marquette King and our special teams play. I think we can really make a difference by making them start on the 10, the 8, the 5-yard line as much as possible. Brock can be good, and Brock can be lousy. Derek Carr is good 90% of the time. Our receivers are very good. Defensive backs they have are okay. They're not respecting our receivers. They're talking a lot of smack as well. Don't listen to it. We don't have to because we prove what we do on the field when it counts. The Raiders should beat these guys. I say we're going to put up 30-plus points on the Texans, and send them back to Texas with the Steers and the Cowboy fans. <laughs> I think that's so funny. It's funny because uh, Dallas has really got a great record, and the Texans are trying to be the little brother 
that can't. So they're looking forward to coming to Mexico City, and they think they're going to have fans there. Well, wake up, because it's going to be blacked out. That I am positive of. Well, the Texans are 6-3. and three, Raiders are 7-2. and two. This is four wins if we win this game. That is pretty good. If we win four in a row, last time we did this, we went to the Super Bowl. That's right. I said it. <laughs> I mean it. Their defense is pretty good. They have old old man Vince Wolfork from the Patriot Rats in the middle. He's old, but he can make some damage. He could do some damage to us. But he's old, and it's 7,000 feet. I don't expect much from him. Also, <laughs> Jadavian Clowney. Yeah, Clowney, he's been injured. You know, he's trying to make it back. He's really never done a lot for this team. But J.J. what is out. Yep, that's what I said. J.J. what he is out with injury not to play in this game. That's really good. They have Malik Jackson. You know, that's another good player. Listen, they have a good defense. Not a great defense, but they have a good defense. We have a good defense. We have a great offense. The Texans are a first-place team. The Raiders are going to have to play like a first-place team to beat them. We talk Raider football every day on 95-7 The Game. A monster opportunity on national television again. Uh, The last time the Raiders played on national TV was Sunday Night Football, and they dominated the Denver Broncos on the ground with over 200 yards rushing. And remember, 41-plus minutes in possession. Absolutely incredible that the Raiders have been able to do that. And the defense continues to improve over the last couple of weeks. We all know what Khalil Mack can do. He's proven himself to be arguably the best along with Von Miller. Now, last year against Osweiler in Denver, Mack had his biggest game of his career. Can this guy do it again because he's turning into that sack machine again? They have a slot right. They don't have Thomas nor Sanders on the field. Simming a straight drop. Mack it inside mode. We'll tackle him and sock him back on the 20-yard line. What a move that was linked by Khalil Mack upfield and crossed the face of Donald Stevenson and buried Trevor Simeon. The last game was easy for all of us to figure out, and, and the Raiders let us know this too. The Raiders basically said that they had to run the ball against Denver. They're going up against Trevor Simeon, who's not an experienced quarterback, and they were going up against the number one pass defense. So you just look at the numbers, and a high school coach could tell you that the advantage in that game would be the Raiders running the ball. And the Raiders were well coached. They did a great job. They played a clean game, and the offensive line buried the front seven of Denver. Well, the same thing here. Houston's got the third pass defense. There's no J.J. Watt. So you think, well, there's no J.J. Watt. Let's throw it. No, not so fast. They got good corners. They make big plays. They go sideline to sideline with their linebackers. I think the Raiders in this game have an advantage up front with that old line. And maybe by running the football, they can do the same thing again. Are you a fan of repeating what worked last in life? I am. The Raiders ran the ball against Denver. For 200-plus yards, 41 minutes. Why do something new? You want Carr to throw for 400 in this game? Or would you like to see him run it for 180 yards and win the game by pounding it on the Houston Texans? 
This is what coaches think about. This is what the game plan is all about. And that Raider offensive line has been dominant for most of the season. They limit the defenders. They've done an great, you know, Carr's only been sacked 11 times this year and hit 21 times. And the silver and black lead the NFL in those categories. So pass protection, they're an A. Run blocking, I think they're an A also. They're great in the trenches. The only concern I have is playing in this altitude, conditioning, and the loudness of the crowd, and false starts and some penalties. Other than that, as it's been reported, this entire offensive line is deserving of a Pro Bowl bid. Everyone up there. This is one of the best old lines in the league, probably the second behind the 8-1 Dallas Cowboys. So for the Raiders, just take care of business. Make it a physical, nasty game in the trenches. And I don't think they have a problem with it. If they get too cute, they put the ball up in the air, you're playing into Houston's hand as one of the best defensive teams out there. Our offense must dominate this game and put these guys away early. I know we can do it. It's just one of these games that I feel like, oh, let's not take them for granted. We're on a high right now. The post-Denver, we got a lot of rest, which is really good for our team. Sometimes that momentum, though, yeah, it's it's kind of a momentum dampener when you have the bye week, when you're going when you're going strong. So maybe we'll stumble a little bit in the first half. I hope not, but that could be the case. I do know this. Our players are rested. We've had two weeks to plan for this team. We should demolish these guys in Mexico City. We should be ready to play them and know everything they do. Because they're not much different than us. They run the same plays over and over and over and expect the good same results. Well, we need to run the ball, control the line of sp- scrimmage, and control the clock. Just like we did against Denver. That must be our M.O. in this game. Because of the altitude, because of the fatigue our players will get we must keep their defense on the field as long as we can if we can convert third downs the game over for those guys but i really look forward to this contest i really look forward to seeing the raider fans in the crowd it's going to be an epic contest and for all the raider fans traveling i say a prayer for you guys you get there safely You have a great trip. It's going to be an epic contest. You guys are going to have so much fun. I wish I could go. So the Texans are coming into a buzzsaw in Mexico City. I love it. And that is all I have to say about that. Oh, no, one more thing. One more thing. The news is making a big deal about the Raiders practicing with high-altitude masks. Well, no doubt. Like it was some secret. I can't stand the news because they glorify things, they magnify things that just aren't not that big a deal. Don't tell me the Texans didn't know about this secret weapon. Please. Yes, the Raiders are practicing smart. It takes two weeks for you to actually acclimate. It takes two weeks for the body to produce extra blood cells. Now, for me, if I were the coach, I'd be like the Raiders of old. I'd get all the team in there, and I'd give them extra red blood cells. I'd blood dope the living daylights out of our team because I don't believe that that's against the NFL rules. So if we did it, it'd be another great mark of excellence for the Raiders taking an edge and take it to the next level. 
That would be killer. Now, that is all I have to say about that. All right, let's get to the bone line short and sweet. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Let me just remind you, I know you're sick of hearing it, there'll be no more F-bombs on the Raider Nation podcast, number one. Number two, let me just thank all that have emailed me and asked me about my change and about my walk with Christ and what happened to me. I didn't get struck by lightning or none of that stuff. It was born from necessity in my life, and I needed to change, and God helps me to change. That's the only way it's going to come down for any one of us. Trust me on this. That's a fact. So you can still email me. I I want to thank everyone who did email me, and it's been a real blessing to me and my family. Um, And I'm glad that I can be welcomed into your home for your children to listen it's going to be awesome. I can't wait for the Raiders to make it all the way to the Super Bowl. I am so jacked. All right, who's the first caller? And our first caller from upstate New York, Raider Brandon is in the house. What's up, brother? Yo, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Brandon from upstate New York. Uh, sorry if uh, it's not a little coarse, but it's getting over as cold and... Uh, just want to call in. What a great, great game we had there against the Broncos. It was, uh, it was pretty much domination on all three factors of the game. I mean, and our offensive line just—they just look. I mean, it looked like it, I, don't, I, I couldn't explain it. I, I did hear Von Miller's name other than that first uh, sack he had on Carr. The Marcus Ware was nowhere to be found. I mean, our offensive line just tore it up. It was amazing. We ran, I mean, gosh, that was the first dominating win I've seen us play in a long time. Um, Hands down the best game when we needed to do it. I was really surprised that, you know, in the spotlight, Sunday night football, at home, we were going to, you know, look how we normally do and uh, have the butterflies and the jitters, whatever you want to call it. But uh, what a great game. Uh, uh, we didn't throw the ball too much, but we didn't need to. We, we ran the ball right down their throats. Um, you know, a couple, couple uh, play calling that, I, I, you know, we just had to keep running the ball. I, 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 it was amazing. Um, defense, uh, we, we let a couple big plays go. You know, and you know that's 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 how we've been playing all year. But um, we we look stout. I mean, our front four looked really great. Uh, Mac, I think had what had one sack and a crap load of hurries. Um, I mean, they just Broncos just look terrible. I'm surprised they have that record that they do. Um, but a great win. Um, Great way to go into the bye week, uh, you know, going down to Mexico City to play the Texans. And uh, um, uh, what a great season so far. And uh, thanks, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, for what you guys do for the Raider Nation. And uh, 
God bless, and uh, we'll we'll hear from you soon. Take care. First, thank you for the call, brother. And yeah, we dominated the Bronco hose everywhere. Only time I ever saw Vaughn Miller, other than the sack, was on the bench with an oxygen mask on. He looked like he'd lost a lung. Beautiful. And DeMarcus Ware, he's done. He's done. He got his ring. He's finished. The Broncos are finished for years. They're going to be out of it for a few years. Uh, the only ones we got to worry about now are the Kansas City Chefs or the condiments, like I like to call them. I think that game was the turning point in the Raiders' confidence. I think we will go into Mexico City. We will dominate these fools because this is not like the Raider teams of old where we had a primetime game. I feel you, man. Primetime game, lay an egg. You know, one game to get in the playoffs, we lay an egg. Those days are over, bro. We have some serious gunners on this team, and uh, they be shooting, man. It's going to be a great season. Let's just see how it plays out. I'm loving this team. I'm loving the heart of this team. God bless Derek Carr, man. He is a man of Christ, and you can see it. He is sharp, and he is poised, and certainly a blessed man. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller out of Arizona, the Cactus Raider. I love it, bro. What's up? Hey, Red Greg. Hey, Randy. This is Cactus Raider from Arizona. What can I say about that victory? I haven't seen that kind of game played by the Raiders since I was a wee tyke back in the 2000, late 90s, early 2001, really. But, man, it feels good to be a Raider fan. It feels good to rock around on a Monday and the rest of the week, you know, just overjoyed during this football season. I felt like I hadn't felt that in a very long time. Never gave up on the Raiders, but feels good to feel this way during the week. After that stomping we gave uh, the Broncos and um, Marquette King, he really showed what it was like that game after his little celebration riding that Bronco Ho. Well, Raider Nation, feels good. Hopefully this team fires on all cylinders like that for the rest of the season because if we play like that every game, there's no reason why we can't win a championship. Cactus Raider out. Thank you for the call, brother. And, yes, it's been many, many years. And, you know, it's funny. The Raider Nation has been strong. We've been selling out a losing team for years. And I know as a Raider fan, people used to give me all kinds of grief. All kinds of grief. You guys suck. You know, you're never going anywhere. Oh, you guys think you're going to the playoffs. But now the worm has turned, bro. People are saying, hey, Raiders look good. Hey, they could go to a championship. Hey, do you got any extra tickets? Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Not now, partner. Because, trust me, uh, the tickets that I used to try to give away, people say, no, I don't have time. Those same people, they're pounding on my door, wondering if I'm going to go to every game. Well, let me put all of you to rest right now. Yes, I am. <laughs> I love it. It's good to see the Raiders turn, huh? It's good to have your friends and family go, hey, they're looking pretty good. That's a great turnaround, bro. We have a good team. Let's just watch this season play out. Thanks for the call.
And our next caller from Richmond, Virginia. Raider Steve's in the house. What you got for us, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation around the world. It's Raider Steve calling at you live from Richmond, VA. Hey, man. Couldn't even make it all the way through the last podcast. So excited I had to call in. I'm going to finish it. But uh, a couple things, man. Um, it's really cool that you took the high road on all these uh, bandwagon guys. Made a lot of good points. And uh, pretty much I was on the fence about the bandwagon fans. Yeah, you know, you kicked me over to the high road side. So I uh, appreciate that. Um, also, slightly different note. I um, understand you're uh, cleared up the F words on the, on the podcast. Probably a cool thing. Um, you know, uh, I usually don't mind it, but it did seem to get a little excessive. But people get fired up after the games. You know what I mean? Nonetheless, um, pretty hard to not be stoked about this season. Fired up about that dinner game, as you guys probably are still too. Um, looking forward to seeing what kind of uh, repeat performance the uh, offense can lay down against that uh, Tennessee D-line in uh, Mexico City. Very, very good days to be a Raider fan. Long time coming. Season we all been waiting for since 2003. Appreciate the podcast. Just win, baby. Well, first, thank you, brother, for the call. We appreciate it very much because it shows us the Raider Nation is still engaged with the Raider Nation podcast. As far as the bandwagon goes, you got to understand, it's been a long, long time since the Raiders were relevant. So a lot of people... You know, they gave up on us. Even if they were so-called closet Raider fans, they didn't want to say nothing. They didn't want to wear nothing. They didn't want to represent. Because in a lot of people's minds, you know, when we were wearing our Raider stuff, you know the grief you take. I take it all the time. I didn't care because this is my team. These are my fans. This is what we do. This is This is my team. So, like I said before, No big deal. Welcome to the Coliseum. Welcome to Mexico City. Welcome to anywhere where you're a Raider fan, even if you're a new Raider fan. Because it's been a long time since we've won, and there's a lot of people that have been looking down their nose at us. Well, now it's a different story. All I can say is those fans are going to make it louder and prouder for all of us at every game, because trust me, you thought the Raider Nation showed up before in away games? You better check us out now because Kansas City, it's going to be off the chain on that game. Denver at home? Oh, they're going to be hating life because it's going to be full of Raider fans. The Raider Nation is rising. It's great to see. Trust me. And it's great to see this organization make a turn and make a solid turn towards the championship, bro. I feel you from 2003. Honest, I do. Thanks for the call, brother. Our next caller always gets introduced in the proper manner. Let me get to it right now. This is Obi-Wan Raider. What's up, Raider Nation? Obi-Wan Raider calling in from... Houston slash Spring, Texas. What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? I'm driving home today, just left work. I'm just in disbelief right now. The sheer level of disrespect 
from the Houston Texans. Oh, we beat the Jaguars, so you know we're going to whoop the Raiders. And I'm just sitting there like, wait a minute, what? It's the Jaguars, dude. Nobody celebrates about beating the Jaguars. They are not that good, even though people drafted and had Blake Bortles rated higher than our quarterback, Derek Carr. I cannot wait for us to smash on these guys. Brock Osweiler, the $72 million man, is garbage. And that's putting it nicely. Two of my coworkers have the nerve to even say that Osweiler in the end will be a better quarterback than Carr can ever be. Seriously, bro? I said random drug test time at work. All that being said, it's a week out from the game, and I'm calling it right now, Raider Greg. Raiders will rush for over 200 yards again. Carr will throw for two touchdowns. Khalil Mack will have four sacks. We'll have three interceptions. Final score, Raiders 38, Texans 17. I don't think the Texans are prepared for the abuse they are about to be handed by our old line and across the board. I know Donald Penn and Colette Assembly, they get a lot of the praise in Rodney Hudson for obvious reasons. But since Lee Smith went out and put Denver Kirkland in as our flex tight end, that kid's been doing a good job as a sixth offensive lineman. And I think that's going unnoticed by a lot, not just in the Raider Nation, but also in the media. So everyone can keep underestimating us. My wife thought it was funny when I told her that I started playing for our team to win for God to help our team because that's the only way we're going to win. This started a couple years ago, and I didn't see it. They said everything happens for a reason. If we didn't draft Carr, we wouldn't be in the position we're in now. If we didn't draft Khalil Mack, we wouldn't be in the position we're in now. But all that goes back to those seasons beforehand when we had the record we had, we won the games that we won, and we lost the ones we lost. That put us in prime position to get those people that we have right now, to get Amari Cooper, to get Carr, to get Gabe Jackson, to get Mario Edwards. And I'm just, I'm just excited right now. The last podcast, I called immediately after the Denver game. You know how I am. I was a little animated, but I called back the next day and made sure there was nothing in there that would be unkind to kids' ears. I'm calling it right now, Raider Greg. I hope this makes it in time for the pregame show, or you can dump it in with the after the Texan show. But I think we are going to annihilate them even worse than we did the Denver Broncos. It's going to be like we didn't allow that long touchdown pass to happen or that long touchdown run. And we're going to see Shane Leckler and Marquette King battling it out. And I'm telling you, Marquette King is going to kill it. All that being said, Oakland is used to playing up in Denver and mile high and playing well. Like you said in the podcast, Mexico City is 1.4 miles above sea level, so the air is going to be thin. The Texans are not ready for that. They're used to that big humidity that we have out here in Texas. So all my Texans fans, friends, they're going to be listening to the podcast, and they're going to sit there, and that's part of the bet. When we sit there and whoop your butt, you're tuning in to the Raider Nation podcast, signed up by Raider Greg and Raider Randy, and you're going to listen all the way through and relive the nightmare behind kicking you're getting. I know I went over my three minutes, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, much respect, much love, 
And as I said on the take, they didn't make it. Congratulations to your child that you took out to the game for their birthday, Raider Greg. And that's what they got to see. The Raiders open up a can of whoop butt. All right, man. Obi-Wan Raider, and I'm out. First, brother, let me just thank you for being part of our show. You've been here from the low, low lows to finally get the high, high highs. And to say you started praying two years ago, you know, God works in mysterious ways, bro. I, I don't care if anybody's shaking their head or not, but things had to be just perfect, like you said, for us to get to this point. And also to have a man of God in the driver's seat with Derek Carr. Now, I know how ravenous those Texan fans are, and I know how they think. <laughs> I know how they think. I can feel every word you're saying. And I will take great joy in putting on a very special part of my show for those fans in your office. I appreciate you, bro. You know I do. I appreciate you not dropping the F-bombs. I appreciate you understanding that I'm trying to make this good for the family audience so that everybody can relate and have fun and laugh. Uh, because when we've conquered and won, that's what the Raiders do. We laugh. <laughs> and that's what we're going to be doing after this game. I know Brock is going down, and he's going down hard. And the fact that they talked about not getting respect makes me laugh. But, hey, man, we'll see you after the game. That's why we play the games. They get paid, too. So let's just hunker down and watch the Raiders do what they do, I think it's going to be epic, bro, just like you. Thanks for the call and for being a fan for so many years, bro. And our next caller is my very good brother. This is a guy who's in the trenches keeping, trying to keep the Raiders here in Oakland. It's Autumn Wind Williams. He is a solid Raider fan and a good man. What is happening, brother? Raiders, Raiders, what up Raider Greg and Raider Randy, this is your boy Otto Wynn Williams, good morning, getting ready for this Monday night football, Mexico City we taking over, Raider Nation full in effect, you guys enjoy that away game, it's definitely not a home game. Now, I ain't going to hate, though. I wish I was going to Mexico City with the rest of y'all. Man, it looks like it's going to be really fun. A lot of Raider fans I know going down there for um, the week, actually. You know, uh, so I'm sure everybody's going to definitely have a good time. Man, I'm liking the way our team is gelling together on defense, offense, special teams. I know I haven't called in in a while. There's been some great plays made, man. How about the touchdown by Donald Penn? The run for Marquette King, what, about what, two, three weeks ago? Man, uh, everybody's doing great. Um, I'm not talking about firing any coaches. I see we had to give them a chance. Uh, Musgrave, uh, Norton, doing a pretty awesome job, man. I just want us to start blowing teams out, though. I don't want any close games. The last game was pretty good. We had a great lead, but I don't want to see – us going to overtime or, you know, behind two points or only ahead by two or three points. Blow these fuckers out. Excuse me. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. Just bleep me, man. I forgot. Don't supposed to drop the F-bomb now. 
and I like the way you're trying to transition on uh, us coming all of these uh, cuss words on the airwaves. That's a good thing because the kids are listening, so I do apologize. But anyway, Red and Greg, I just wanted to say what's up to y'all, you and Randy, and uh, go Raiders. Well, thanks for the call, brother. It's been a long time, but I know who you are. I know what kind of man you are, and I know that you didn't mean to <clears throat> drop that bomb. And you know that because you said it, and once you admit it, it's over. That's called forgiveness, bro. Thank God he has forgiveness for all of us. But on that note, the plays we're making, and, and the team is starting to gel because as we get further into the season, I mean, the timing, everything's getting better. So I just look forward to some blowouts. We've had close games. We've had overtime. It's been very tense. And, you know, we're taking the Tums and the high blood pressure medicines on some of these games I don't know if we're going to have too many of those throughout the season. But it doesn't matter to me as long as we get what? We get the W. We got to get the W in the end. That's what counts. Thank you so much for your call. Thank you so much for, for taking care of business, brother. You know you work hard in the trenches to keep the Raiders in Oakland. I know how hard you work, bro. And our next caller... From Buffalo, freezing Buffalo, <laughs> for sure. It's the Raiders' Edge. He's in the house. What you got for us, brother? Hey, what's going on, Raider Greg? It's the Raiders' Edge from Buffalo, New York. Haven't called him in a while. Uh, today's Monday. We had a bye this week, which sucked. Some good football games yesterday, though. I can't believe the Chiefs and the Broncos pulled it out. That was lame. But um, I'm actually calling tell a little story. Funny. I just thought it was funny. You know, I'm a, I'm, uh, I live in Buffalo, and um, I'm actually a, I'm a groundsman. Uh, I'm the guy that, like, I work for a local school district. I'm the guy that, like, cuts the grass, paints, you know, the sports fields and shit like that. <clears throat> you know, soccer, football, all that good stuff. And um, they had, uh, I'm on the football field getting it prepped. And they had, uh, you know, the kids are running out for practice. And, uh, you know, they're just coming out, they're just playing around, throwing around the football. And this one kid throws the ball to his buddy. And the kid catches it. And as he catches it, he says, Amari Cooper. He screams out, Amari Cooper, and then spikes the ball. Like, I live in Buffalo, okay? I, it, like, it just, like, kind of, like, hit me, like, whoa. Like, that's how far. Like, just think about where we were 10 years ago, you know, to where we are right now. Like, Raiders finally have, like, real blue-chip elite players that, you know, the nation loves. Like, these kids love, you know, these players. Like, it's like we we, we didn't have this even five years ago, you know, to have, like, superstar players. Like, it's just, like, just, like, took me, like, just shocked me. It's like, whoa, like, Raiders are back, man. We are back. Uh, I just wanted to share the story. I thought it was cool. Hopefully we keep winning. We got the Texans next Monday. All right. Thanks, Raider Greg. Go Raiders. I love that story. Because that's a story that was told when we were in our heyday when everybody was Cliff Branch 
or Kenny Stabler or Jim Plunkett or Bolitnikov because those were the best players. Casper, kids would play sports like that all over the country, all over the world. And those are the names they'd be shouting out. Amari Cooper in Buffalo. Check that out. No, bro, it wasn't subtle. It's totally something I would have noticed immediately, too, because that says a whole bunch about our team. Shows a whole bunch about how far we've come around the corner to have players like this and have it lined up just right for us to make a run. Because this is our time, bro. This is our time. We have youth. We have talent. We have the, the coaching staff. I I just think this is our time. So we'll just have to see this play out. Can't wait to see this Texas game on Monday Night Football, a premier setting for our Oakland Raiders, and we're favored by six. Unbelievable. Thank you for the call, brother. It's always good. Well, Raider Nation, that is it for this episode of the Raider Nation podcast. I appreciate all who are listening. Um, I just want you all to know that I am listening to you guys as well. And uh, I love it. I love the Raider Nation. I love the diversity. Like I said, I am honored to be a fan of this fan base, of this team, to be a member of the most diverse, crazy diverse fan base in all of sports, man. There's not another team out there. Look at them in the crowd. Nobody has the diversity of the Raider Nation. I am honored to be a fan sitting next to my brothers and sisters in the silver and black. I am Raider Greg, and I am out. <laughs>